You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hi, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm Chantel Dedeke, your host, and I'm... I, always start out with I'm so excited like a couple of episodes ago I was not super excited I had a kind of a rough week (laughs) but this week I'm really excited because I have Marsha Hole here with me and with the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation and I've mentioned you a few times in the podcast so it kind of feels like now's the time I agree let's do it (laughs) I often describe you as okay so you know how they they say when you're being indoctrinated you're drinking the Kool-Aid I say that you make the (laughs) Kool-Aid I want the patent on that. <laughs> right. Because I feel like you're such an icon in this community, but you start so many cool things. You do so many cool things. You've been so good to us, too. So I'm just, I don't want to get teary, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, we don't need to get emotional. Right. <laughs> so you and I have been together since about 8 o'clock this morning. That is correct. We it, started early. It's 2.45. <laughs> but it's been a big few months because of... Um, your 22nd season with Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation, but the 25th anniversary and the 25th season with the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation. It's amazing. 25 years to be sustainable in this community. And, you know, I've had the pleasure of working with so many amazing members of this community, all walks of life. And um, being that it's a milestone year, I really am, you know, sitting back, want to really embrace this year, enjoy it. You know, it's it's been such a wonderful cultural journey for me. And, you know, this has really been where I think God intended me to be. Yeah. It's just... He's um, certainly helping us out today because we had this scheduled for tomorrow. Yeah. We're like, let's just knock it out. We're getting so much done today. We are on a roll, girl. <laughs> We're on a roll. We've I've been involved with the Arts Foundation for the past... I want to say this is my fourth season going in. This is also our fourth year in business. The uh, Francis Ford Agency is our fourth year. And being involved with the foundation has been so huge for us. From, you know, I've been serving on the board for the, this is the fourth year. But I remember the first time I came to you, I was like, hey, I want to start a PR committee. And you were like, yes, do it, girl. And then that evolved into like a, a marketing committee. I would say some of our best clients have come from this involvement. Mm-hmm. I are learning. Joan Carter is my mentor right now. I met her through Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation. I could just like literally go on and on. I don't want to focus on that too, too much. But you guys have grown a lot in the mm-hmm. last four years. Yeah, and also Sean Tomasello. Sean Tomasello. I mean, I, I honestly, I think my favorite people that I've met in Destin since moving here, I've met because of Maddie Kelly. Our well, we do have a motto here. We don't publish it. We just act it out, and that is to have fun. No, we have and, fun. And, um, and we work know, hard, though. We do work very yes. hard. And, you know, and I say that, you know, we are a, being established in 1995 on the beliefs of the late Destin matriarch, Maddie Kelly, I, you know, she, I would think, have to be very, very pleased with where we brought this foundation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just reflect on so many amazing experiences that I've had. And being coming from my first 20 years in my career, I worked in, you know, the corporate sector. Yeah, tell us about that. So, oh, I think people would just be so intrigued by your journey. Well, you know, first, I give a lot of uh, credit to my mother and father. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Weta and Herb Peterson. And I'm very fortunate they're both still living. And my mother um, is 87 and still working, selling real estate in Southern California. Oh, my gosh. Um, but her roots ran deep here on the Emerald mm-hmm. Coast because she uh, moved here when she was about 12, I believe, and went to school in Niceville. So I always oh, say wow. she's a Boggy Bayou girl. Yeah, we love Niceville. And she went to school with Mayor Wise. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, that's why my siblings, my older brother... Dale and my younger brother Kent, we all found our way back here. This is where our grandmother lived. We come for summer. So, you know, we really are um, pretty much natives of this uh, Northwest Florida. And it's um, once that sand gets in between your toes, you know, yeah. you just don't forget it. But it. it's it's home. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a resident of Crystal Beach, which Chantel is considered <laughs> one of the original settlements in Destin. Yeah, I love it. And um, so, you know, I just, I, I love living here. Mm-hmm. I love um, working here. And as you said, I started in my first job out of, I went to Patricia Stevens Career College in finishing school. My mother said I was no longer a tomboy after I took that finishing modeling class. Nice. And, um, you know, I, I worked first in the oil industry. Oh, and I didn't um, know that. because living in Oklahoma, I was at, in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the mm-hmm. time, and had gone to University of Oklahoma, go Sooners. Nice. I'm now a Gator fan. <laughs> um, had to claim somebody in Florida, right? <laughs> right. But we, um, I went from City Service Oil Company, and then I moved to Southern California. Mm-hmm. And in 1976, I started working for Getty Oil Company in oh. downtown Los Angeles. And, you know, I was 21, 22 years old, and I had such a wonderful introduction and impressionable experience working with the Getty Oil Foundation and um, the Getty Museum was Mm. the original one was in Malibu so and then I dated a guy that took me on dates to the Los Angeles Museum of Art he took me to uh, the La Brea Tar Pits you know my parents always gave me opportunity to see plays on Broadway at a very young impressionable age Mm -hmm. and so you know I really say I had a deep I have a deep Uh, appreciation for the arts Mm -hmm. but it was through that cultural experience as a child that I you know I see today there are a lot of children in our community special in the north end of the county and rural underserved communities that they don't know what a live theater performance is and how it can be so impactful and transformational and art is for life is for everyone oh it is I mean art as we say art is life and you know we say water is life well I feel the same thing about art because I always say can you imagine having a world where there was no art it would be very boring and I love sitting in a room with and I can talk about my board yeah you know because you've got entrepreneurial people um, accountants bankers the business entrepreneur then you've got the creative side like Mm -hmm. Francis Roy and some of our other board members that do marketing and PR and social media every day of in their business but it's bringing that together and it really brings balance does it's nice to be able to collaborate with those people too and to be able to meet new people that are different than you and that kind of intersects and it's amazing how much I've learned about art just being involved so right. well and I, you know my parents put me in tap ballet I took seven years of piano and I still can't do any of that well <laughs> but I do um, you know support the arts by being not only a member mm. of the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation but I support other our some of the other local art mm-hmm. organizations and you know I people sometimes ask me well gosh do you think that that's you know you're in competition with them and I said no I said, you know, we're giving our 
community residents and visitors options in the mm-hmm. arts. So it's not it's not limited. Everybody can reap the benefits of it. Right. I remember after 9/11, um, we had rented the theater at the Maddie Kelly Arts Center at Northwest Florida State College. And those listening may not be aware that we are not affiliated with the Maddie Kelly Arts Center. We're grateful they're in our community, um, but we share a benefactor name only. And that's it. That's it. Yes. Because uh, some people think we get state funding because we're a university. I said, oh, I wish. I said, Dr. Stevenson, I would love to have some of that money. So, you know, it's, did we, should we have that event on 9-11? I mean, it was after 9-11, excuse me, but you know, it was like two weeks after. And well, we had a sponsor commitment. Mm-hmm. We had financial obligation to the college. And you know, we went through it. Everybody came and we needed it. Yeah. It was therapy. So, you know, during times That's that a good are, story. It is. And and, yeah. and we were all really numb. Yeah. And it was too fresh. And we felt like we needed to move forward. And life does go on. It does. Um, and um, it really was very therapeutic for those that attended. We we mm-hmm. we came back to you think about music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to all time. I want to talk a little bit about art as therapy and art as just like some of the mission, uh, some of your um, community outreach initiatives, what you guys do here at the foundation that really kind of speaks to that because I learned so much about art from a therapeutic perspective because of uh, volunteering for the foundation. So. Um, and I know you guys are involved in a lot, so you can tell us a little bit. I mean, and there is this kind of misconception, I think, that the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation is the Concerts in the Village, which you are, and the Festival of the Arts, which you are. But there's also this really great community-based tie-in. Can you talk a right. little bit about that? Sure, Chantel, and thank you for bringing that up, because that's really our arts initiatives and education programming we do. You know, you look at the concerts and the festival, and those are public programming. Sure. And then when we go out into the field, we go out into the schools, K through 12 in Okaloosa and Walton County. We like to go to those that are underserved. A high percentage of our schools in Okaloosa and Walton County are Title I, meaning that they are in reduced lunch passes. You know, it's it's so important to be able to add to their the students' curriculum to have some kind of art interactive art experience because we know that it improves your test scoring. We know that a self-esteem, self-confidence, you know, it really gives you an overall education that's that's yeah. balanced, working both the left side as well as the right side of the brain. That's so that's so true. I think even from a creative agency, sometimes that work becomes very monotonous. Like we're doing the same things over and over again. And we have to take a break from our quote unquote creative work and really dive into we do vision boards we've done in the past, like something that gets us hands on and and working in an artistic perspective. And that just kind of like restarts the creative engine. Right. And it's amazing. And, and you know, and I, I, you know, the last 22 years um, I've been, this is the first career I ever had in the nonprofit mm. field. And, you know, we've got a 25 member board and yeah. how can I manage that? A mighty but small staff of three. Yeah. But, you know, it is so important. I look at those pillars mm. and I look at, you've got arts education. Mm-hmm. 
and um, and a lot of times that's a one-on-one experience right. and very targeted to the population we serve. And then you've got your concerts, which is your music, mm-hmm. the performing arts, if you will. And then you've got the festival, which is the largest outdoor fine art and fine craft show in Okaloosa County. And that's representing the visual. And we're giving all of these artists a venue to perform or to create their works of art and tell their story of their techniques. But when it comes down to the pillar of our arts education initiatives, I say, you know, Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation is my ministry. Yeah. Oh, I like that so much. I I really feel that things aligned and this is where my calling was Mm -hmm. because I'm not driven by the paycheck. Mm -hmm. I'm driven by the mission and the experience and the opportunities that Mm -hmm. it has given me. I'm I'm not, I I want all those banks and all those real estate companies to be members. You know, I don't have to be exclusive with one or another because, you know, this is not a private endeavor we're doing here. The Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation, it's board of directors, it's staff, Mm -hmm. it's members, it's patrons, our in-kind partners, our media sponsors that are so valuable to us to help us tell the story. And, you know, I come back to my testimonial by going, you know, my young youngest niece, Lauren, lost her mother when she was um, about 11 years old. Mm. And she was very shy and quiet. And she was at Destin Middle School. She got involved um, in a drama class, but it was behind the scenes, not out in front of the camera or on the stage. She was behind the stage, behind that curtain. Also art. Art and doing backdrop. (laughs) She found that as her therapy to manage her grief for losing her mother. And... Today, she's the most vivacious young lady. I'm so proud of her. And, you know, it's Michelle Terry's sister, Lauren. Who's and been a guest on her podcast. That's right. Who's awesome. And you guys are just, it sounds like your parents just started creating community, like really community-driven people. Yep. Because I know some members of your family and every person I know from your family has some sort of like this inner propeller towards community endeavors. Yeah, I, we do. Yeah. I think that was in really inspired into us by our parents. I mean, we, we were all in the scouting program. Yeah. Um, we learned, you know, a different work ethic, mm-hmm. respect for elders. You know, we come, we came from that old school and being brought up in the church and mm-hmm. faith. And we were introduced to giving back. So you yeah. have that self-reward. That's what I get from our education programming. Mm-hmm. You know, another story that I think about is when um, Melanie Moore, who is our education director, and we just made her full time as of so April of last year, and she's doubled what we did in mm-hmm. the previous four years that uh, she was just on a part-time basis. But she brought in um, Dwayne Zotz from Kalamazoo, Michigan, mm-hmm. and he created and invented the very first painting wheelchair. He got a grant through the Rockefeller Foundation and the National Endowment of the Arts, and he grew up with um, in foster care with siblings that were handicapped or privileged. And he, being the artist, created and invented these adaptive tools for printmaking. Mm. For and we went to the uh, Destin Life Center here in Destin, and we brought in the Emerald Coast Autism Center, and because we have a special population that we serve to those suffering with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and maybe autism, it may be you know very profound mm-hmm. handicaps, but 
to witness how the arts can impact them on a mm. level that I don't know anything else that can. Yeah, I love the video. And so when I'm there and I see a therapist with one of their students from mm. the Emerald Coast Autism Center, and he looks up and makes eye contact, which the therapist documents the impact that this experience is bringing. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and he looks up and I look at him and he says, this is the best day ever. Isn't that amazing? That is what we do best. Mm -hmm. And for people that are a member of this foundation, should look at it as they're investing in their local arts organization. Mm -hmm. And it's not just by clicking the box that I'm a member, you know, I pay my dues. You're also investing in that Mm -hmm. child that, you know, you're going to be anonymous, but uh, to them, you know, collectively, this is what we can do in the community for those that lack access to Mm -hmm. available arts and experiences. So, you know, I could go on and on about the education initiatives we do. But, you know, when we were in um, South Florida years ago, because the Okaloosa County School District nominated us for an award to be recognized, I'm sitting at a table with all these scientists and engineers from NASA. And I'm like, here's little Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation. But I was so excited and of course they said Marcia there's no money attached to it I said well as much <laughs> well, as I okay. want to check with lots of zeros on it um, it is a feather in our cap to yes. be recognized by the Florida Department of Education okay. by the Commissioner of Education with the distinction award for what we do and you know that's the story we really need to be telling yes. and you know we, we like to be able to uh, to bring the community together through the arts because you know people are cultural savvy today traveling and we look at our military we have so many military here and that's mm-hmm. our warrior arts initiative yeah. um, and we have great veteran agencies and um, you know like the EOD warrior foundation and AFSOC and the Veterans Center, they do all the selecting process of the participants mm-hmm. because of their health conditions and their mental capacity. And uh, then we bring in and facilitate a program that can be the best medicine. I just don't think people are aware that you guys are doing all these great things. I think some people are. Yes, and it, it is. It's um, That's why I always say to our board members, you yes. need to go attend an outreach interaction to to see how the reaction is of that in the eyes of that participant. But you know these are not open to the public. Right. That's, it's not a ticketed event. These right. are in and today you know it's it's difficult just for our board members to access the schools. It's difficult. Um, yeah. But but you know that that's why it's important that everybody be investing and in mm-hmm. looking at it. You're not purchasing a ticket to an event. Mm-hmm. You're contributing to the arts. Yeah. And we. Make it affordable. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, hopefully one day in uh, my lifetime we'll see that indoor performing arts center here along the coast because I think we it's really, I think it's real important. <laughs> I think it's important too. I want to get to a couple things before we wrap because I think they're um, super important because a lot of our listeners are business owners or they're wanting to be business owners. Uh, they're creative individuals. We call them curious creatives. I th- those are my favorite types of people, but. What I think that you really bring to the table, just knowing, listening to you, um, being kind of like a silent mentee, I kind of listen to a lot of things that you do, is that there are a lot of people that may be working or doing something that they don't feel like is their ministry just yet, but the lesson that you can teach them, I think, is whether you're in real estate and you don't think you're that's your thing, or you're a banker, which you've done, and you don't think that's quite your thing, that when you do get to where you your calling is you can utilize everything that you've learned to really be this powerhouse and where you belong. 
And that if people viewed kind of the mundane, oh, I just got to get through this until I can really create my thing, what you're learning wherever you are is going to be good for whatever you end up doing. Well, That's a huge lesson that I think you can offer. Oh, it yeah. is. It's, um, you know, I, I think that people that, young people, young professionals mm-hmm. that I do, last five years I've been mentoring mm-hmm. with the Walton Chamber. Yeah. And um, I love getting young professionals in those. I have one that's 24 years old right now. You know, you look back and say, gosh, I wish... Sometimes you wish that right. you knew back then what you know today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would, I, I, the journey I've been on, I have no regrets. And, yeah. and, and it built me having the corporate side and then working in the nonprofit. I tell you, it's, it's working with so many, there, there's just, it's a different world out there today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, there's, there's respect for those lessons that I learned. And one of mm-hmm. them was, you know, I didn't want to burn any bridges with my former employers because this is a small town. Right. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I'm so glad to see that those former bosses of mine are supporters donors? of mine. And donors. Yeah. And, um, but, but, you know, that's because they, they know my DNA. They yes. know my personality. And, you know, I do wear my emotions on the sleeve. But um, it's because I care so much. Yeah, you're and, totally passionate. I think that's one of the first oh. impressions that you get. But I've been in the room where I've seen you like you can speak on an expert level from about real estate, about you're running the P&L, you're like, you've got all that going on, and then you're not afraid to ask for money or what the um, organization needs to be successful. And then you're, you know, you can tell that you've practiced being a public speaker a lot, and so all of those skills are coming together. When now you're doing your ministry, and now it's like all your, you've got your quiver of superpowers. Right. Well, you know, but... Life is a collaboration. Mm. You know, people say, oh, Marsha, you've done such a great job. And I'm like, you know, thank you so much for saying mm. that. But it, it, as we say, join our arts family, it takes a village. Yeah, It really does because everybody has has ridden that wave with me mm-hmm. and we, we celebrate it together. Mm. It's, you know, Deb Nisley here, you know, our director of operations. We've been together. This is her 22nd year. So it's, I think, you know, there's, it's great that the foundation has had uh, that longevity. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, we've had to be open-minded. You have to be able to work with diverse personalities. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about the mindset and the work ethic, just being out there in the community. And, you know, we live in such a wonderful place. I mean, I just, when I go on vacation and I go, I have to go back to Destin. (laughs) This is where people come for vacation. That's right. So um, it's just a wonderful community. And I will say that I have had the greatest honor to work with so many other fellow executive directors and CEOs in the nonprofit Mm -hmm. arena in this community. It's sad that we need some of them, but oh, are we so grateful that mm-hmm. those, the recipients that are getting the services that are needed, mm-hmm. that's so important. And that's when it comes back to the arts. You know, we, we have to compete against animals and we have to compete against the neglected and abused and domestic violence. I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, the arts are a pathway to, you know, I mean, for a child, I just discovered the world of art through my mm-hmm. parents. And I, you know, remember the t- first time I saw Sounds of Music in the movie theater, you know, and seeing my first Broadway play and seeing Debbie Reynolds, the unsingable Molly Brown, you know, on Radio City Music Hall and um, seeing Carol Channing and Hello, Dolly and all of those experiences. This last year, though, I, I kind of added culture and education to 
the outdoors. So, um, you know, you've been like adventurous. This right, year. right. You can do the art of you can do the art of anything, really. Right. And um, I do say that one day uh, when I have the time, I'm going to take up a paintbrush and see if I have any talent there. But yeah. good advice was that I need to take a sketching and a, or a drawing class before I attempt that. So that's good advice. It I'm is gonna take. good advice. I think I probably need to take that too. Well, speaking of time, I want to make time for to talk about your calendar this year and all of the ways that the people in this community can experience art through what the foundation is offering. And so tell us a little bit about the 25th season. Well, you know, we're kicking off, you know, January 1 came and we mm-hmm. are hitting the ground running. We um, are going to be um, launching here very shortly mm-hmm. our 25th Silver anniversary logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that happened. The, so it happened the twenty second. It's the twenty seventh today. Okay, we recorded so, a little bit ahead of time, so um, we'll make sure that everybody can see that. Okay, and new website. And um, we're really excited about resurrecting a former event mm-hmm. that was very popular. I remember the first. It was an art skilled luncheon, and the first one I attended was in a private home, and it was like at the wrong time of day for the business women and men to come. Um, We moved it to a luncheon and then started having notable speakers. We had Sister Schubert one year. We've we've done the art of gardening. We've done the art of tailgating. I mean, you can get real (laughs) creative. But I'm real pleased to say that on February 19th, we have had a relationship with Wendy and George, the late George Rodrigue, Mm -hmm. uh, known as the Cajun artist from Louisiana and the most famous for his blue dog paintings. Mm -hmm. We've had a partnership with them for a number of years, I think since 2010. So we're resurrecting that. And Wendy Rodrigue, his wife, uh, is has started the Life and Legacy Tour of George Rodrigue, and she's starting a Florida tour, and so she's going to be stopping by um, that week, and we'll be doing some art programs with a private collection of some of the George's work. So we'll be doing that at Emerald Grand. Mm -hmm. Um, So excited about that. But we we, um, also are, I think everybody in on our board loves to drink wine or toast champagne so we are of course our good friends at Ruth's Chris are going to continue to do their annual wine walkabout Mm -hmm. which will be held in November I believe November 12th yes so this will be the eighth year we've done that they are very generous partners and then we wanted to reflect on something that was part of our past and that is Todd Reber with the owner and founder of Vintage mm-hmm. uh, Food and Drink, uh, located at Graham Boulevard. But in his early days of starting his business in a little strip center here in, in uh, Miramar Beach, we did a wine dinner. We Every time I've asked him for a donation, he's mm-hmm. always been generous. And so we've he was with us with the World Wine Tour, which was a big event we did in our early history. And so we are going to do three wine dinners, a series there at Vintage, with vintners coming in and talking about specific wines paired with the culinary menu. So it'll be very limited seating, and um, those will be available on our new website. So we're excited about all the wine series we're doing. But of course, uh, returning are our signature events, which Mm -hmm. will be the 25th year of the Concerts in the Village. And I remember starting in very humble beginnings at Kelly Plantation. And I think Greg Barnhill, I have his poster, and he's, of course, a notable performing artist today, um, was doing 
playing uh, music and it was just on an unpaved street. That was back when, uh, you know, also with the art festival. So the art festival uh, will be the last full weekend in October. That's over 100 artists from the United States and we've added a virtual tour on our website, mm-hmm. which we think will be a advantageous tool for the participating artists that are juried into the show. How exciting. What an exciting year. I mean, so jam-packed full and membership. You're definitely driving membership this year because every little bit that you can bring into the foundation increases your foundation's ability to be able to reach out and enrich the lives of everybody in our community through art, whether it's rehabilitative art with the Wounded Warrior Program, or it's at-risk youth, it's educating kids, it's providing opportunities for adults to enrich their lives with concerts and festivals and culinary arts. And so it really is this like big picture. Art is for everyone's life. It is. And it's wonderful. I think it's really important for parents today that are Mm -hmm. so busy working. Life is such, you're constantly spinning those plates. And I think that it's important that they engage in cultural experience together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all of our programming is family formatted. And it's great to see sometimes four generations out here at the at the uh, concerts. And, you know, one other thing that I will mention is that we also are going to be announcing some exciting news about a joint fundraiser with the George Rodriguez Foundation of the Arts out of New Orleans. And that will be in October. So watch for details on the Aeoli Dinner, mm-hmm. which is the famous a reenactment of the famous painting of the Cajun people. It'll be a a very high-end exclusive event and it'll be held at the Dugas Estate. Watch for that because we know tickets will go quickly for that. We're very excited about that partnership. There's so much going on. We almost cannot fit it in our podcast. (laughs) We almost need two podcasts, but I wanted to make sure that we had time for a brief everybody Marsha, thank you so much for all the information you gave us, all the inspiration, the way you mentor every young person in this community. (laughs) I want to say that, you know, as a business owner, I know that you help really raise me up. And I think a lot of people can say that. So thank you so much. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So I'm excited. Now, people that are listening, our listeners, they can join the foundation at mkaf.org, which is a new website. It looks fantastic. We're excited about that. They can also buy tickets to all the upcoming events, find out more about the foundation, or they can email us at hello at francistory.com, and we'll be happy to put them in the right direction. And remember so. that membership is good for one year from the date you join. So yeah. just because it's the beginning of the year, but this mm-hmm. is a good time to start because you get in with the benefit of all 15 concerts and the art festival. So the value is far greater than what the membership investment is. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much again, Marcia. And thank you guys for listening. Please like, comment, share, subscribe if you haven't already done so. I'll be back with you next Monday with a fantastic um, new guest and just some more information about how you can expand your business, how you can connect, all the fun stuff that we talk about on a regular basis. So again, thanks. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.